what is up everybody hope you're having a great monday it's may 1st man and a lot of things going on um man it, it's exciting i feel like the last month flew by uh we had ccl this past week now we go ccl tomorrow a lot going on also mls big weekend of mls some teams continue to ride um the high ride and other teams man they are what they are unfortunately you know we see skc we see what's going on with the galaxy um, a lot going on, but here to help me talk about everything, we got Justin Ruderman. Justin, how you doing? Doing well, man. It was nice to have a little weekend off as far as LAFC goes uh, between the CCL matches. So uh, a little relaxing watching on Apple TV and enjoying the Saturday Slave games. Yeah. Which which games did you enjoy watching this week or, or you just skimmed through what caught your eye this weekend? Yeah, I think uh, I was watching the Columbus Inter Miami game. That's why I started off with at least. Um, obviously, the first game was was Nashville Atlanta, which I watched. Uh, Nashville, you know, really handled that game. It never felt like Atlanta really had a chance. They got the penalty through Almada, but never really felt like Atlanta had a chance in that game. But yeah, I thought the I thought the Inter Miami Columbus one was a good game because you expected Columbus to go in there and really dominate the game, probably win by a few goals. Inter Miami end up with a shock result. Um, after coming off of, I, I think, five straight losses, if I'm not mistaken, in the league. So um, it's, yeah, a, a big turning turning point for them. And Benjamin Kermashi, their youngster, looked fantastic in the number 10 position. So um, that was a fun one to watch. I missed the first half of New England FC Cincinnati. Everyone said that was like one of the best first halves or, or best halves in any sense of the season. Um, I turned it on the second half. It was much more boring in the second half. Um, Austin San Jose, I, I thought was a pretty good one. And then uh, of of course, SKC, just if you lose 2-0 at home to the one team that might be worse than you in the league, man, you're really down bad, SKC. Yeah, and look, the one thing that I saw all, all over Twitter was uh, Johnny Russell, um, the video. He was just saying, uh, he said, he, he just said he didn't know how to fix it. They didn't know how to fix what they got going on. Um, you see... Not, not, look, it's unfortunate what's going on with the SKC and the other Galaxy as well. But those are that video just seen is just a real raw emotion that, you know, it's just like it's like rock. It's rock bottom. It, it, you know, when you see a team like that, a team who I think a lot of people expect it to be a lot better than they are. I don't think they've won a game at all this season. And it, it's it's crazy because it goes to show, look, you they're. In this league and everything, you're not guaranteed success, right? You're not guaranteed success. So I think it's also things that the the what we see LAFC doing consistently throughout throughout their was it five years now as a club, they probably had one bad year, but you know you're not guaranteed to have success even if you have big name players or anything like that. And when you see, I think to me it's just a reminder um, of of how hard. It is to play in professional sports and and how quickly things can go just very, very sour, right? You see, like, also with Austin, right? They had uh, one of the ma- most amazing years last year. Obviously, they're struggling. SKC struggling. LA Galaxy struggling. But that also opens up the door for other teams, you know, to, to potentially. If these teams can't do it, there's other teams around the leagues. Like, hey, maybe this is our year. Maybe we can make a deep run. Um, I just want to get your thoughts. I don't know if you saw the Johnny Russell uh, clip. It's been all over. At least the MLS people keep tweeting it. But what, what were your thoughts on, on that and seeing how down he is, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just evidence of 
the situation in SKC in that it is as bad within the organization as it looks from the outside. Uh, and that's what you can tell when you hear a player talking that way, that they don't know what the answers are. They've tried things and it's not working. So they don't, they don't know at this point. Um, and to hear that from your star player and Johnny Russell and captain, it's, it's tough to hear who, I mean, I don't know if he's still captain. Eric Tommy's been captaining a few times this year as well. But um, but point being, you know, they, they have good players, as you said. Yes, they've had injuries with Gadikinda and Polito, but Polito's back and they're still struggling. And, um, it, you know, Graham Zussi was their guy. He's fallen off of a cliff, I think. And, you know, I think that it, it's tough because you also have one of the most historic managers in MLS and Peter Vermees, who's, you know, had a great history in this league. And you, after a what 12th place finish last season in the Western conference, a very bad season. You then gave him a five-year extension uh, and, and he's continuing to just go downhill. Um, to me, that was just a, a really confusing decision. I understand you know, his history, but now you're in a situation where you want to sack your manager, but it's really difficult based on his contract. Yeah. Look, and I think that obviously he's definitely on the hot seat. I, I would also add Greg Vanny uh, from the galaxy on the hot seat. I feel like coaches, I feel like coaches or situations like that where they're at, like um, Peter Bervemese and Greg Vanny, I feel like they've already lost the the locker room. And in in this in the sense of um, some players aren't, aren't buying what the coach is preaching anymore. And, I, and you could just tell, at least for me, you know, when you, when player says, you, I don't know how to fix it and everything, like, like things can change, but Anytime I think an, or, an organization is going through certain things like that and, and you hear players talk about that and it's just frustration. And I think, you know, when you're when your coach is trying to get you to win and trying to do all these different things, but you've seen what's you've seen what's been going on this season. You, you got some players are going to start to wonder, like, hey, maybe he, he's not the guy, maybe. We need to start doing our – that's when players start taking things into their own hands, and then you don't really start playing like as a team because the coaches start preaching one thing, but the player in their mind, like, no, I don't I, I don't feel like we should be doing it this way. And then you're going to start seeing more of the indiv- individual type of type of performance because when you're, when you're a team, right, you need everybody riding uh, on the same – going on the same route. And I feel like these teams that are bad right now, they're not they, – everybody's going – through everybody's going on their own way and they're going to try to figure out because at the end of the day, right. It does like when it comes to sports, it is a business. And so some of these players may not be here this summer, this upcoming summer, and they may not be here uh, at the end of this year. So they, they still got to perform individually for their next team or next opportunity. So I still, I think we're going to start seeing some of these players um, start to do things that maybe doesn't align with what the coaching, what the coaching is preaching, what the coach is preaching, because right now it doesn't seem to work. I mean, I, I yeah, I, I'm one to think that, you know, that never works. You know, soccer is a team game. So if you're not playing as a team, you're not going to win. And, and that would only make a situation worse. Um, whether you're talking about SKC or galaxy, I think personally, I think they're, they're different situations. I don't see, Vanny is in such of a hot seat. Um, personally, I, I did a video for my uh, YouTube channel on the, the five managers I think are in the hot seat right now. I didn't include Vanny, um, but I really, but I, really, but I think you didn't the argument. No, because I, but I do think that 
uh, there are about 10 managers really in the league that could be argued to be on the hot seat. And I didn't include somebody like Oscar Pereja, who I think, you know, Orlando City are in a similar position to Galaxy where it's like they should be competing near the top of the Western Conference when you think when you think about that team right uh, on paper. But they're really in, you know, the edge of playoff spot areas in the, in the Eastern versus Western Conference. And so they're way underperforming. But it's also a situation where you don't see the manager necessarily leaving soon. But um, maybe maybe the the uh, organization as a whole is looking into that next manager at this time and thinking, well, if this continues, he's gone at the end of the season or something like that. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, to me, I think, uh, look, Greg Vandy has had three years as a coach. And that what is it? Three years, right? And that that is a long time in any in, in the world of football. That, that's just a long time. And I think anytime you have, uh, like I've said, like I've said this previously, anytime you have players like Chicharito, Ricky Puj, and I, I guess you could say Douglas Costa, but I would even add uh, Dejan Jovalich. And you can't make those pieces work. And you've had the opportunity to go out and recruit, get the French players that you brought in, and get the names that you wanted to bring in. And try to make and try to force your system, right? Because he tends to go with the four-three-three system, but he hasn't been able to adjust to the players that he has or the roster that he has. And that, that to me is why he's on the hot seat. And also, you're 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 constantly losing the battle here in LA and what's going on. And I think what he has done uh, previously, but he, what he what he did last year was obviously right. They they went to they went to the to, to LAFC, they're lost in a game-breaking fashion. But this season, I haven't seen any progression. And yes, it's been a slow start. But when you have, when you're in the biggest market, to me, LA is the biggest market when it comes to football, right? It, to me, everything runs through LA when it comes to soccer. And you're having that bad of performance. You don't have to be towards the top, but you're literally second to the bottom next to SKC. And just with these names, with Chicharito, with Ricky Puj, with De- Dejan Jovalic, and the team that they had, they should not be this bad right now. And I think that reflects on the coaching and that reflects on certain players not really buying what the coaching is preaching because it's not seemed to work. And that, that to me, is why Greg Vanny is on the hot seat. And I, I know there's other lists, but look, this is the biggest market when it comes to this. And we, ex- we expect a certain level of expectation, and you should – uh, feel all the pressure of all these different things because you're able to attract more players in this city uh, that you could that other than SKC or Orlando, you know, it's just because it's a big city and players want to come here. You know, those, those want to think. So that to me is why he's, he's on the hot seat. Yeah, no, I, I completely understand that argument. I just, I just don't put him in the. I just think there are a lot of managers in MLS in the hot seat right now, and I don't put him in the, in the top <laughs> echelon. No, I genuinely believe that. I, I really think. I really think you can make a solid think, argument. Yeah. There's ten managers who should get fired, genuinely. So uh, that that's that's the thing to me is just, there's a lot, and I think that Vanny doesn't stack up to a, a, a somebody like Peter Vermees who finished 12th in the league in, in the West last season and is going regressing from there. Vanny did finish fourth in the league last season and only had Ricky Pooj at the end of it. Right. So, you know, he, he is still, uh, I think you, you can, you know, if he turns a season around and finishes playoffs and does, you know, those things, it's not a, it's not a bad season for galaxy. Well, let's, um, well okay. Let's talk about that because you bring up an interesting point, but what would be like, how can you turn this around? Like at the end of the day, they they've talked about winning championships. I don't think I don't see. Well, I don't think that their roster is built for that. So I don't think that you can expect Greg Vandy to win a championship with that roster. I predicted them fifth in the Western Conference coming into the season, and that was only because I think Ricky Pooj is one of the most talented players, if not the most, in the entire league. 
So, you know, when you have a player like that, I think that you can build um, such a foundation around him. But I don't think that but I think you have to have a, a more pieces to be able to win a championship in this league when you're competing mm-hmm. with you look at LAFC, you look at Seattle Sounders, you look at even St. Louis City or I mean, the levels above them. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just I'm just saying that it, that's what I'm saying. No, I, I get they, it. They want to win a championship, but I was like, I don't see that. I don't I don't no, see I, that. I, I completely agree with what you're saying, and that's why when Chris Klein made that statement about, well, I'll resign if we don't make playoffs. Well, nine out of the te- nine teams of the Western Conference <laughs> make playoffs. Like, that's not a good bar that, for LA Galaxy yeah, to set, yeah, I know. right? You, you're the winningest team in MLS history. That's not that's not an okay bar for, for Galaxy, right? So I think that's yeah. that's what you're saying, right? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Let, let, let's turn the page because obviously we, we have LAFC who who is – and obviously they won the championship. They're, they're, they're the – the better team and a lot more fun to watch. Um, the games are fun. They're, they're entertaining. You don't get bored watching their games. I'll tell you that. Uh, you know, you're always at the edge of your seat of what's going on. And they're actually competing for something at the CCL, which is amazing to see. And obviously the the first round, I mean, Philadelphia versus LAFC, this is always a great game. Um, ended up 1-1. An insane, insane game. Um, Kyle Costa got a handball, which you and I were talking about before. And I was like, I try to look at the replay. Was it a handball? Was it? I don't know. They called it, and then he comes back and gets gets the game winning or game game tying goal at the 90th plus minute. What'd you think about that game? What'd you think about uh, obviously Kellen Costa? Was it a handball or was it not? And obviously the game tomorrow. Yeah, well, the handball. It's just tough, right? It's it's one where you can't really tell. Um, and I think that's what you were describing there. But for me, when you can't tell, you then can't overturn it on VAR, right? That means it's not clear and obvious, which is the standard in order to overturn things with VAR. So for me, it wasn't clear and obvious. It wasn't enough to overturn the call on the field. Um, but, you know, it, it is a toss up like that. And uh, I, I, Kellen mentioned something in an LAFC video about, oh, I'm, I feel bad about giving up the handball. I don't know if that means he actually think, thinks it's a handball because he was rubbing his head immediately, you know, trying to play off that it hit his head uh, during the play. So a very confusing situation, hard one to, to call. But then he then gets the, you know, equalizer to make up for it, you know, very soon after um, a great ball in from Tillman. So, yeah, that, that was a wild ending to the game, uh, a game that was, you know, a real stalemate. And I think that's what a lot of these games between LAFC and Philadelphia are. Uh, mm-hmm. I think on aggregate or even I think every single game in the past five throughout through, you know, regular time or even extra time um, are even right. They've they've all tied. And the only difference is LFC won on penalties in MLS Cup. So it, these teams are as even as it gets. And I think that uh, uh, tomorrow you're, you're going to see, well, maybe we see uh, them finally split apart. Yeah, you know, you're right about that. I mean, they, these teams are, are neck and neck. They they're they're just so even uh, on how they play and everything like that. They they just, you know, they they how you always gonna expect this game to be tight and these games to be physical. Um, and you know, one team may score a goal or may do this. You know, and obviously LASC they went to the to the to the PKs. We were there at the final, which was an insane final. Just the motion just went back and forth, back and forth. Um, I expect nothing, nothing else but the same tomorrow, Tuesday, right? Um, it's gonna be exciting. Look, I think LAFC wants uh, has a great opportunity. Kellen Acosta getting that goal that at the end is so massive for them, especially in this game too. Because if they get what if they get one goal here. 
tomorrow, then SK, I mean, excuse me, Philadelphia will have to get two goals, right, in order to offset it with the, with the with the current TCL rules. Um, but yeah, I think to me, tomorrow's game is going to be depending depending how they play, it's going to be big. And I think also you're going to see right. Danny Buanga had a couple opportunities. You had uh, Carlos Vela who ended up getting uh, subbed off a little early. Um, but you look, there's, there's going to be so much going on here in this game. And they're one game away from going to the CCL final since the la- last time was, I think the 2020 season was, was when they went there. And to me, look, I've, I've seen the other, the other teams in, in the Liga MX, Liga MX teams, but LAFC right now is the hottest team like in North America, but they got to get through Philadelphia and obviously go to, go to the final. Um, yeah, obviously you can't look ahead because Philly is such a strong team, but I, I expect the same thing that happened in the CC in the, in the MLS Cup final. I, I expect LAFC go through. We it's going to be a tough one tomorrow, but I expect LAFC go through. What What do you think are some things that LAFC should do tomorrow? Could do to to get this win over uh, Philadelphia. Yeah, I think it's going to be about how defensively solid you can be. Can you stay compact um, and soak up pressure when need be? Because Philadelphia are going to come out with a ton of energy. They're going to want to score goals on LAFC, which is not the way that LA, that Philadelphia normally play. Philadelphia are a defensive-based team. They want to hit you on the counter-attack. Um but that is not how Philadelphia are going to have to play in a second leg, which makes this a very, very intriguing matchup to me because it's going to open up a lot of spaces. I think we're going to have a more end-to-end and probably a very exciting game because of the way that Philadelphia are going to be forced to come out and score goals um, because of that away goal that you mentioned. Kellen Acosta scoring that is crucial because if Philadelphia were to come to LA with a 1-0 lead, they're likely going to sit back and defend and try and hold on to that lead but that's not what we're going to see, um, which which is really, really exciting. Um, and as you mentioned, yeah, if, if LFC were to score one, uh, uh, Philly don't need two. They need one to send it to extra time. But then a second goal for Philly, if, if Philly were to score two, then LFC then need to score three on the day, right? So mm-hmm. that is why mm-hmm. Philadelphia it, away goals are such a big thing uh, and play a big part. And then you also have to think, um, well, Tigres, if, if they win, they're currently hosting uh, the second leg and LFC want to host that second leg. So they need the three points in this game as well to have that chance at hosting uh, the the second leg of the final, if they were to get there. So a lot of different components in this game to look for. So, hold on. Say, say that again. Okay. What's the breakdown? So if LAFC wins, they can hold host the second leg of the final. If, if Tigres were to draw or lose their match. Yes. But okay. if Tigres, T- it's, T- it's in Tigres' hands. It's in Tigres' hands right now. If they were to move on with a draw and LAFC win, LAFC hosts a second leg. If gotcha. they were to move on with a win, Tigres hosts a second leg. Gotcha. And if yeah, they the were second, to, it, yeah, so the, the second leg is crucial draw, because that's that's where you could decide. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that that makes it interesting. Uh, that, that that that's that's gonna be interesting. But look, you, you obviously got to get get through this first game. Um, and, and expect, you know, uh, just there's going to be, I think also you're, you're going to have to have someone that comes off the bench or someone that's going to have to have a crucial slide tackle, a crucial goal, a crucial assist for LAFC in order to move on because, you know, how we talked about how these teams are so neck and neck. And, I, you know, the only thing that I wish, I wish this game was like on a weekend or on at least a Thursday or something. You know, it's unfortunate that it has to be on a Tuesday. But look, that we'll, we'll, we'll take it. But that's, that's just the way these games end up being, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to it because this is, 
This is going to bring out the excitement. Look, there's so much going on right now in the world of sports, right? You you got uh, LAFC versus Philadelphia here in the semifinal. You also got the Lakers uh, versus the Warriors opening up the series. I think hockey's going on as well. So a, a lot to look forward to. Oh, my God, you would. Are you? Oh, my goodness. Where's my where's my Lakers? You would wear that. I was gonna, I was gonna bring out. I was gonna wear my Lakers jersey, but look, we got the Lakers in the house. I for, I forget you're from I forget you're from uh, you're from NorCal, from Oakland, man. From the from the Bay. That's that's where. I mean, they left us. They're in San Francisco. They left now, you. They still, left you for a reason, Justin. Still. San Francisco is better. That's why. No, that's why just, they left. Just, you. It's the money, man. It's the money. <laughs> No, I was kidding. I actually, you know, you know, it's interesting. I actually went, um, I went to, uh, uh, I went to the arena. Was it in the Coliseum? Chase, Chase Center. Oh, okay. no, no, not the new one. The Oracle. The one. Oracle. Yeah, Oracle. Oracle. I went to the Oracle. Yeah. I went to the Oracle before, um, before they shut it down, and they moved on. That was the place to be, man. That I miss that arena so much. I used to, I used to go sneak into playoff games because it, it's right next to the Elias, uh, to the A's uh, Coliseum. So I would go to the A's game, and then the A's game would be over. You and, could walk uh, we, to the bridge. We would walk across over to the state, and it would be like the third quarter of the playoff game or something. And by that point, we could sneak in. This was like 2008 when when the, nobody cared about the Warriors, and it was just the oh, diehards back 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 in the we believe. And now it's like I can't even afford a ticket to Chase Center. But I was just looking because I I, I want to go to the Lakers here in Staples Center. This year right now is like four hundred dollars, like three four hundred dollars, no, and I was like, it's that's crazy. just nosebleeds. It's 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 insane. So yeah, the, I mean the NBA is exciting. So I want to see. I want look. I, it's gonna be look. Also seeing. I know we're gonna get off footy real quick, but LeBron James versus Stephen Curry. I don't know if this is the last time these two will face each other in the playoffs, but man. That what was it twenty eighteen? Every time you know you see the Cavs, which is the 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 Warriors in the finals, and now you obviously you have it here. It's gonna be exciting, man. It's gonna be exciting to see this rivalry again. But I'm gonna go with Lakers in six. Mm -mm. Nah, <laughs> nah. Lakers nah. in six. I'll go. I'll go Warriors. Lakers. I'll go in Warriors six. in seven. I'll go Warriors in seven because because we host seven. If it was. I always think the home is really important. So I, you know, six for you because you have the sixth, and then uh, we we get the seven. It is, but game, it so. is it. It didn't, you know, even for you guys against the Kings and us against the Warriors, we didn't have home field advantage or home court advantage, but still made it work. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it didn't take you seven games. That's what I'm saying. It's gonna take us six games. Right, but we we won game seven on the road. So you know, what I'm saying we won we won we won game five on the road. Get lost game six. But you know, so. Anyway, but but I think yeah, it's it's going to be a really good series. I think Steph versus LeBron is going to be really exciting. Steph has the domination in that series thus far. Hopefully that continues. Because um, Kevin and, Durant yeah. helped him out, but you know we'll, we'll just leave it at that. I mean, Steph won before and after KD was there, so you can make whatever <laughs> argument you want. But <laughs> fact is that the only time we lost was with KD. So hey, that that's what happens hey, when you try to hey, stack it. Forgot team. about that. Forgot about that. Okay. <laughs> Okay, but look, well, no, it's, well, gonna be, well, it's gonna be a great series. It's gonna be great. Look, there's there's so much going on Tuesday. If you get a chance, if we go to the LAFC versus uh, Philadelphia game on Tuesday, if not, you get to watch it at home, watch some watch some basketball as well. But look, that's gonna wrap things up here uh, for Justin. I appreciate you for being on, and that's it. And guys, we'll catch you guys next time. And Lakers in six, baby. Let's go. Warriors in seven.